Thank you so much for listening. If you've been enjoying this podcast, will you do me a solid and leave me a review? Reviews are some of the best ways for the algorithm to know how to make this show visible to more folks. So whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, take a moment, would you? Open the app, head to the show page for The Uplift, and scroll down to the review section. Leaving a review will not only help more women find the show, it will also help me know what you like and what you want more of. Thanks so much. Saying no has got me here, and here sucks. When I read those words in Shonda Rhimes' book, Year of Yes, they hit home. Not because my here sucks, I happen to really love my here, but that's the 2023 me speaking. The me of January 2022 did not love my here. That here, that professional here, oh, it sucked. Getting to this new here, a here that I love, took courage and some huge leaps of faith. I had to say no to some things I was really familiar with, and I had to say yes to some new and some sometimes scary things. On today's episode, I want you to think about your year of yes. I want you to figure out what you can say yes to in 2023. I almost called this the Let's Shonda Rhymes the Shit Out of 2023 episode, but you know, that was a little crass. Anyway, you ready? Let's go. Hello, my name is Carol Shabrinas, and I am obsessed with all things related to women leading in higher ed. We've all been through it, told we're too vocal or too mousy too compassionate or too bossy. We all have had to find our way as we lead within a system that historically gives its accolades and promotions to straight white men. Meanwhile, women from all backgrounds are doing exceptional work, teaching, mentoring, facilitating, guiding, and leading. And increasingly, we're finding and sharing ways to lead that allow us to integrate the demands of our rich, varied lives so that we and those we love and those we lead can thrive. Women are leading higher ed at all levels with big hearts and big brains. I'm here to share our stories, as well as practical advice for deepening and extending your own leadership practice. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Uplift Podcast. One day last summer, I had lunch with a friend. We talked about a lot of things, most of which were not really that important or life-changing, so I honestly don't remember a whole lot about our time together. I remember that I ate a salad. I remember sitting outside and squinting into the summer sun. I remember sweating just enough for my clothes to stick to me, but not enough for the sweat to be rolling down my face. You know, I mostly remember how I felt. What I remember most from our conversation was my friend telling me that she was unhappy at work, but couldn't leave her job because she couldn't move away from the town she lives in. Because, you know, her whole life was in that town. I said breezily, oh, but you can, you know. I mean, if you want to, you can move. Of course you can. And she looked at me with what might have been a little bit of pity. I mean, how stupid was I? Did I really not understand? Unless you've known me for a really long time, you might not know how well I understand. When I was 41, Shannon and I bought what I believed would be our forever home, the home we would still be living in when we retired. 
I was 41 when we moved in, and it was the 42nd time in my life I'd moved. I've moved five more times since then. So yeah, moving, (laughs) I understand. What I also know from experience is that saying no to moving is saying no to changing your life. And there are lots of good reasons to say no to a change like that. There are also lots of things you can say yes to when you say no to moving. You can say yes to stability. You can say yes to the ease that comes with familiarity. You can say yes to not cleaning your attic. And all those things that come with that no, all those things that come when you choose to stay, those things matter. And also in that particular no, my friend was acknowledging that she was compromising on some things that really matter to her. In particular, she was compromising a form of her happiness. She was compromising on feeling valued in exchange for maintaining her stability and her familiarity. Each one of us chooses our yeses and our noes. I do think it's worth recognizing when we say no to things, what that means we're saying yes to. What are we accepting for ourselves when we choose to say no, especially if we say no out of fear or out of familiarity? I have found inspiration for saying yes from Shonda Rhimes' book, Year of Yes. Her book has given me a different way to think about what I'm saying yes and no to. And so here we are at the beginning of 2023, and I want to share some of her wisdom with you and encourage you to go into this year thinking about what your particular yeses can mean. So in a nutshell, here's what I learned from Shonda Rhimes. Everything you have, you have because you've said yes to it. Your home, your people, your degrees, your wardrobe, your neighborhood. And everything you have, you have because you said no to something else, something that you don't have, a different home, different people in your life, different degrees or no degrees at all, different clothes, another neighborhood. What sticks with me even more than the importance of saying yes is the consequence of saying no. At the beginning of the book, Shonda acknowledges that she was living her life saying no all the time. And once she was prompted to ask herself why she says no so much, she starts to work through the typical things, things like fear and insecurity and exhaustion and all the things we all feel as humans. And while she's doing that work, she has an epiphany. That saying no had got her to the here of her life in that moment. And if she were honest and she pulled her head up from her stress and her workload and her busyness, she could honestly say that her here sucked. She wanted a different here. And I'm like, that's Shonda freaking rhymes. Her here sucked. That's powerful. So this book is her story of deciding to say yes to all the things that were hard and challenging for her. And so she'd been saying no to them. So she says yes. She says yes to playtime with her kids. She says yes to her body and her health. She says yes to all the invitations. And that's how she ends up giving a commencement speech at Dartmouth, speaking live on panels, being interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel and Oprah, and hosting gala events. And part of learning to say yes for Shonda is learning to say no to the right things, the things she doesn't want, the things that make her small, the things that dull her brilliance, the people who take advantage of her, the decisions she doesn't like but she's afraid of saying so out loud the situations that don't bring her joy. And so slowly, over the course of a year, her life becomes amazing. Her friends see it. Her family sees it. She glows with confidence, with love, with self-love. 
She's still super busy, but she has more to give to others because she's saying yes to things that light her up, which naturally includes spending time with the people she adores. She learns to say yes to joy, and wouldn't you know it, that fills her life with joy. So her book was published in 2015, but I read it only recently as part of my own preparation for 2023. Reading and reflecting on Shonda's transformation, I can't help but think back to my friend and that lunch and her insistence on saying no. By saying no to moving, by saying I can't move, my friend was saying yes to her own unhappiness. Now, I know it's more complicated than that. I know her decision is full of contradictions and compromise. But in a nutshell, saying no to moving was saying yes to her unhappiness. So as the year begins, I want to channel Shonda Rhimes with you, which kind of feels a little too bold to be real. I mean, she's Shonda freaking Rhimes. And let me ask you to ask yourself a few questions. Look around at your here. What did you say yes to and what did you say no to that got you to this particular here? Does anything about your here suck? What do you want your here to look like? And most importantly, what could you say yes to that will bring your desired here closer to you? So I'll tell you that for me at the beginning of 2022, my professional here really sucked. This time last year, I was in a pretty dark place. My workload was insane. I hadn't had any time off for months. I longed in my work life for autonomy, for control over my energy. And really crucially, I longed to do work that matters. Oh, and joy. There was a huge hole in my professional life that I wanted to fill with joy. And at the time, in January of 2022, I felt really isolated. But I know I am not alone in having any of those feelings. Now, let me be totally clear. I have loved making a career in higher ed. If you're anything like me, you're in higher ed because something awakened in you when you were a student, when curiosity and intellectual work and late nights thinking and drinking and talking lit you up. I went to grad school because I literally couldn't imagine doing anything else with my life. But once I was in grad school, higher ed as an industry started to reveal itself to me. The relentless pace, the pressure to produce, the pressure to be original and also to be brilliant and to be original and brilliant fast, the pressure to get other people to like your work so it would be accepted and published and awarded, the pressure to get an excellent job in a shrinking market, the pressure to accept that other people control your growth and determine your success, usually when you're not even in the room while they're making their choices. And worst, I think, is the pressure to let all of that be normal. And if we say yes to all of that, and most of us have said yes to all of that up to this point in our careers, but if we said yes to that, we had to say no to a lot of really important things. We had to say no to sleep, no to hobbies, no to relaxation and downtime, no to vacations, no to good enough, no to choosing where we want to live and then making a life there. I also have to be honest and acknowledge that my saying yes to higher ed fed a part of me. It fed the part of me that was raised to be a good girl, to be obedient and also a high achiever and also a people pleaser. 
those characteristics led me to say yes to a lot of things that were good for my career, but actually were not good for me at all as a human. And I began to see that I needed to pull apart my human needs from my professional needs. And so about a year ago, I decided to start saying yes to things that were good for me as a human. At work, I made some really important changes in the things I could control. And I've talked about those before on this podcast, as I've shared how I shifted my energy, altered my calendar, and really refocused my energy on my team. I went further than that, though, in my decision to say yes more holistically to my life. This podcast and the business behind it were the beginning of my new yeses. There are ways for me to create a here that is even more fully within my control and way more full of joy. Building a business my way gives me autonomy, gives me control over my energy, gives me work that matters, and brings me so much joy. But I didn't want to just build any business. Not just anything would have brought me those yeses. What I wanted to do more than anything else was help more women, especially women working in or adjacent to higher ed, find those same things for themselves. I knew that the best way for me to make the difference I want to make was to build a business focusing on supporting women. And so my starting point for this business has been to take the things I know work, the things that I can share, a few processes, a few systems that make it easier to lead from your heart and your head and turn those into resources for women leaders to use in their daily practice. So that's my yes, supporting women leaders as they seek to lead with clarity, calm, and confidence. And I won't lie and say this yes has been easy. It's been a Crap done of fun. Oh, but it has not been easy. But even at its hardest, I wake up every day having the things I know matter to me in my work. Autonomy, work that matters, and joy. And those are my yeses. So here we are at the beginning of 2023, and I want you to have the same clarity about what you want to say yes to this year. So I'm going to go back to those questions I asked a few minutes ago, and I'm going to ask you to ponder them more specifically this time. And this time, as I channel Shonda Rhimes, I'm going to ask you to think about, very specifically, your work life. Think about your job, your title, the work you do, the ways you spend your days. Call all of that your here and ask yourself, what did you say no to that got you to that here? And then sit with those no's for a few minutes. What did you say no to that got you to that here? And if you're honest with yourself, what do you want your here to look like? It may be similar to your current here. It may be radically different. For me, it was autonomy, control over my energy, work that matters, and joy. For me, that was radically different. But what is it for you? And then ask yourself, what can you say yes to that will bring you closer to the here of your heartfelt desires? As you ponder that, I want to close with some more of Shonda's words. These are directly from the end of her book. Saying no was a way to disappear. Saying no was my own slow form of suicide. Saying yes, saying yes is courage. Saying yes is the sun. Saying yes is life. I want for you more than I want anything else for you, a life full of meaningful yeses. 
So here we are in January 2023, my friend. What are you going to start saying yes to? And I'm not asking you that in the abstract. I actually really want to know. So do me a favor, will you? Hop on over to Facebook or LinkedIn and drop me a message telling me what your yes is for January 2023. I really do want to know. See you there. Meanwhile, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of The Uplift, the podcast dedicated to elevating and amplifying women's leadership in higher education. Take a moment to follow. You can find me over on Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also find all previous episodes with transcript, show notes, and links at my website, www.theclariogroup.com. And hey, I see you with your phone open. Come connect with me on social. You can follow the Clario Group on LinkedIn or Facebook. You can also just follow me and you'll see all the Clario Group content. And once you've followed, please drop me a DM to say hi. I'd like to know you're there. All right, that's it. I will see you next week. Same time, same place for the next episode of The Uplift. Bye for now.